right here, so. Oh, we talked about it. He cold talked it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as always. It's been a minute. It's good to be back, my friend. It is good. It is good to be back. It doesn't help that it's midnight, like, but it is It is good to be back. Like, Knock the dust off the old uh, PowerPoint presentation. It's, uh, it. it's took a wee, uh, a wee second. A wee second, yeah. Don't know why I spoke like that. <laughs> I don't know why I do things like that sometimes. How are we, brother? Very well, mate, yeah. Very well. Just um, been working in the gym quite hard. When I'm there. When you're there, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I had a good run up until Christmas, and then as everyone, Christmas gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Been doing well through January. Birthday gets in the way. Well, that's it. I can never. We can never do dry January. We spoke about this, didn't we? Because, yeah. Um, because of our birthdays and that. But I've had a good welly at the alcohol for the last, I would say, probably week before Christmas. Last 25 years. 25 years <laughs> or so, yeah. But... um. But no, the gym's been the gym's been going well this this um, January. To be honest, I've been getting in pretty consistently. I've seen um, yeah. tracking the Whoop Band four point arrived, so I've been tracking my calories in and out. So it's 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 going good to be honest. Um, played a bit of golf. It's just the usual winter stuff. A couple of goes at the range, and we done our first um, YouTube production. Didn't we? We did, yeah. Last week. Well, we threatened it for the, since we started the podcast, didn't we? Really, we what did we were going to we do? Gonna get out, yeah, yeah. I thought it was, by all accounts, a success, me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> apart from a bit of dodgy um, camera work, dodgy camera work by that's, me, and a bit of happened, and it? a bit of bad positioning and it's stuff. Like, yeah, no, when you when you think about our very first podcast, no, the know, one we done in the in the toilet, yeah, audio was all over the show. Yeah, you know, I think it just takes time, doesn't it? But well, that's it. Yeah, we're growing it out. We'll eventually get to a point where. You know the YouTube should be con- as consistent as the podcast. Are. Well, definitely, yeah. Well, we're twenty twenty two seasons here now, so we're we're ready to go every week from from the, from today, aren't we? We're only going to watch and get better and improve, aren't we? And like, if people watch it and give comments and give feedback, we're going to take it on board, like we did with the podcast. I remember, like, why I keep saying that toilet because my old boss in Australia actually commented saying, "Did you do this in the toilet as well for the first <laughs> one?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, well. <laughs> it took us a minute to get out there and." What's the saying? You don't have to be great to start, but you've got to start to be great. There you go. And it's like anything in life. We've just we've given it a bash, haven't we? There. We have. And given the a bash, um, yeah. should we tell the, the format and all that? Or yeah, let's talk everyone through it. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, what we talked about last season was Mark terrible off the tee. My chipping and putting's not that good. He fancies. Well, how do I get terrible and you get not that good? Because I, I, what do you mean? I'm still playing off too. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I can still get it round. And then I was gonna come back to be compliment. Then. And your chipping and putting is amazing. And my after tea is average. Well, so did you like the way I done that? Then I did like that. Yeah, you you brought that back well. So tune into the video to find out what happens. <laughs> yeah. So the format the format we're doing is we've split the bag in half, haven't we? Yeah. Kev takes the the higher clubs, and I take the lower clubs. Seven to driver, your eight to putter. And we just play 18 holes, don't we? Have a bit yeah. of fun. Um, anything from a seven iron and up, you take anything from an eight iron and below. I, I take, I hold all the putts. Yeah, and just see what score we shoot. And because it's a brand new format, we've called it Bogey Boys Ball. It's we set the course record. We did, yeah. So and Tune the world record out. actually. It was the world European record, yeah. record, American record, world record. But it'd be interesting though, because obviously that we, we like the interaction, don't we? It's, it's the biggest, our biggest platforms, uh, Instagram at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
we like the interaction on that and it'd just be nice to get people involved and you know put putting their own videos out there and challenging us it just oh definitely like, about, isn't it, I, really? if i seen another two people playing that format i'd love it yeah and i'd love to go and challenge them to a game and 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 all that like we had a, a lad i went to college with alan Piddy. he said him and his mate will take us on yeah up in glen eagles but he? i think i don't i think he's underestimating how hard it is isn't it <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, not easy, it's, it's not like, it's weird isn't some it? pressure moments I'm yeah not gonna lie. Oh, it, it was it was good fun obviously yeah, as you say, there's there's parts in the camera work that can get better. Oh, a million parts percent. in the audio that can get better. But as a whole, it's like a 30, 40 minute production, isn't it? Oh, it's good. We hope everyone enjoys it. That'll we be do. out this week. Um, go and um, go and give have a little uh, like, comment, subscribe as soon as we release it, and subscribe to our channel as well because we just want to grow it really and start producing more content. And feedback's always welcome as well as always. Just try and be nice, please. It'd be welcome. Yeah, yeah. But it might not be listened to, but it will be welcome. <laughs> So then, it's that time again, y'all. It is straight into it, Birdie Boogie Bush. It's better, one. It's better where we kept doing that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Let's go for it. It's that time again, y'all. The Birdie Boogie Bush. The Birdie Boogie Bush. Birdie Boogie Bush. Do we even need to go into it? The man, the, the man, myth, the legend, Hudson Swafford, mate. What a boy. What a, what a... I feel like I've won that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like I was watching it thinking like he's like a part of us. It's great to see him because he, he's not been in the best of form, has he? No, no. And no. he was honest about that after the tournament as well. You know, what was it? I think one of the one of the questions he got asked was, you know, you've you've missed ten of the last eleven cuts mid season. What's changed this form over in, in the past in the last recent months? Because he started playing well, hasn't he? Yeah. Um and he, he mentioned about Leaving his uh, his long term friend and coach Scott Hamilton. Well, yeah, he actually mentioned him on the pod, didn't he? As yeah, well, he when said... he was to- just like in case any new listeners are listening, we've actually had Hudson as a guest, so that's why we're saying uh, he's like a part of us, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, so he, he split with him. He said that was difficult, but he's got a new coach now, and what they've been working on, he's starting to starting to see the results now. And you know, he's had a, he had a few good finishes towards the back end of the twenty twenty one year, um, the start of this new season. And that wins propelled him up to seventh in the in the FedEx now, Great. up to sixty first in the world rankings. So unbelievable event for him. And I say, like back nine, he was just clutch, wasn't he? Oh, he was just putting, wasn't he? Yeah. His putting was a joke. Like, yeah, that one three put on thirteen, which you know. But he even said he didn't let him affect him because he knew he was putting well. Oh yeah, well he was holding a couple of forty footers, not one. He like he yeah. was draining them, and then any sort of chance that he had inside twenty feet, he was he was knocking them in. Like obviously that eagle put. <clears throat> which was unbelievable. Yeah. But the the one on seventeen I like the most where he's he's pulled it a little bit. Just just on the green. Just just he, yeah. on the edge. And it's sort of half an island green, that like Torgas in it. So yeah. to to make bird to go eagle birdie. And, and that was you... it. That was the win because he was tied with Molnari at the time at twenty under going on to sixteen. Yeah, he plays that seven iron, nearly goes in the hole, Unreal. like two hundred yards. He's he hits it miles, doesn't he? I know. Yeah, I think that drive down sixteen was like three forty or something. Yeah, he's, he's he gets it out there. Yeah, I cause... think he, well, he did say that he he hits it a, dist- a good distance. Didn't that he, was one. Yeah, but what we asked him about what what, what he feels his strengths are, and he says obviously he's get he is a unit though, and he's oh, massive. He's big, yeah. So you know, I, I think. It's all right putting them shots together because he said he's been doing that for a while. Um, but to actually start holding the putts, and that's a brand new putter that he's put in yeah. his bag. Scotty Cameron made a more uh, heel shafted one, and he's just said it's rolling so much nicer. You can see it, can't you? It's can, just yeah. as pure as you like that. Even that 18 clutch <laughs> right in the middle of the old fist pump, you know. It's, and then obviously, when Hogan on 18 or Hodges um, never held out on 18, and he, he won. I think it was, it was a, no, one of them. 
There's too many H's up there, wasn't there? <laughs> Harmon, Hodges, Hoagie, Hudson. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was just H's everywhere. Triple H. Um, yeah. But it was that Hodges that was only his 14th start on yeah. the on the tour. He's not been around long, has no. he? No, to be right up there. It's good, isn't it? Like, but it's obviously the the knees were knocking a little bit, weren't they? So he didn't get the job done. But well, that's it. And you know, it's all learning curve, isn't it? Been there before, and that's his third win, twice Amex winner, and mm-hmm. he won the Kerala's Punta Cana last year as well, last season, didn't yeah. he? So, you know, he's um, he's he's going the right direction, isn't he, Hudson? He's, you know, that puts him in the Masters. That gives him back back in Augusta, which you know that's in his hometown of Georgia, isn't it? Where he's where he where he went to college. So, boss, it was just great to see him winning. It always helps when you when you back him in the bookies, doesn't oh, it? Oh yeah, definitely, boss. <laughs> you were yeah, but you put them him and the Rams, didn't you, together? And yeah. then cashed out halfway. Th- you, know. only, you didn't have no faith, did you? Yeah, it went a bit. Well, obviously, anyone who listens to the pod knows I'm a big LA Rams fan and. We're doing well in the playoff season at the moment. Two, one more winner, we're in the Super Bowl. So, um, I backed as part of a double. And then, when the Rams go up against Tom Brady, you're always a bit like, you know, Brady can do anything, and he showed that he did. He got it back to twenty-seven all, and we scored the last-minute field goal. But Hudson was tired for the lead. The Rams had a good lead, so I seen the opportunity to take a couple of hundred pounds, and I just pounced. <laughs> no, then you've cost yourself two fifty in the in the process, but. Oh, that's all well, right. It's, you know, it's in a way Hudson and the Rams have got me to thank because if I let that bet run, one of them lose. Yeah, because that can... bet is never coming in. The gods do not allow me to win bets like that. No, no, because that's that you can affect that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only downside for Hudson is that it was a fucking piece of shit set up putting contest week. <laughs> Uh, also, the world number one. In the world. Imagine Tiger saying something like that about, like, you know what I mean? It's like that's what you've got to love. It's about discrediting, Rambo, isn't it? You've got to love about. He just wears his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? I know, but I love that much raw that, emotion. Do you not have that? But he's basically saying that, like, it's discrediting the winner by saying it's just a button contest. Yeah, I suppose he's not moaning when he's whole because he missed a load. There was a load of horseshoes, loads yeah. of lip outs, especially in that final round. So, so what happens when he his... wins a putting contest week? Is well, he gonna say, gonna you know say what I mean? Yeah. Like what is he unhappy there? Like what's the crack? Yeah, well, this is it. You know, with the shoes on the other foot, then you know what 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 does he do? I know. Well, he'll probably be happy and not even say a word about it. But it's great though. I love I love when they catch stuff like that. Oh, it's boss. People. That's what that's what I think's gonna be so good about this Netflix documentary. Oh mate, it's gonna be boss. Yeah. Well, that brings me nicely onto my bogey. News that Bryson has decided not to be filmed on the Netflix documentary. Why uh, isn't he? He just come out and just said that he's not taking part. He wants um what was it he said he doesn't want to let he doesn't want to take take the light away from those who are pretty far behind him is what he said. In other words, pay me more. Yeah, I want to be the star of the show yeah. type of thing. You know, because I think it'd be quite good as well because well, you, you a, see his videos all the time, don't you, where he's doing the long drives. And, and he's in the gym and stuff. And yeah, but you only see the mini clips of them, don't you? I think it'd be good to see a lot more and see what goes into it and try and understand <clears> the, <throat> the brains behind Bryson because he's very unique in what he does. But I don't he? think they don't follow the formula. Or do they do a little bit, actually, yeah? Follow them, like, outside the ropes. But you don't see really see Hamilton in the gym or, like, really. Well, you yeah. see Verstappen a little bit actually on a few of the episodes. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think with golf, it is heavily weighted on the gym and strength and distance now, isn't it? Yeah, so is F1. Yeah, but you've still got to be light in the car, haven't you? There's no weighty no, F1. I see, yeah. it's, so it's all about fitness and diet and keeping your weight off. Yeah. Um, whereas golf now, it's about putting that weight on. Yeah. There was something in the headlines about Salatoris. No, yeah. He... Well, yeah, he's gained 12 yards. He's put on 15 pounds in the off season. And he's lengthened his driver. 
So he's, so he's it's, chasing it, isn't he? It's, it, it's, and he was in there far enough anyway. Well, this is it. So you get an, you get an open access to all of this, and all of this that's happening now is because of what Bryson done. Yeah, through the COVID break no, when definitely. he when he went massive and you started working on swing speed and you're seeing he's entering a long t- driving tournament. So my bogey is just that he's deciding not to enter. I think it'd be really good for people to see a certain side of Bryson that you probably don't get on 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 the on the team. yeah. <clears throat> like I think for him to say people catch up like that whole Netflix the, the way they done the drive to survive one. It's like obviously Hamilton and Verstappen are the main thing, Dios. But in season one, Verstappen wasn't the main one at Red at um, Red Bull, and then he and then he comes in and he takes the number one seat. So you get, you get to see Verstappen as no, the number two driver and stuff. So you get to see the whole journey, the whole top. journey of everything. So you could see like up and coming players take on the top dog. So like it's it's good. Well, that's it. But now you're also you get it's that excitement and anticipation now because of what happened with Verstappen and. Hamilton at the end of exactly, the season, yeah. the controversy and Verstappen ends up winning it. So you get to see the behind the scenes. Whereas in the playoffs this season, there was a bit of controversy with Cantley and Bryson. And as Bryson yeah. walked off, a fan said something to him or, and it got a bit heated. Yeah, I think <clears throat> Bryson seems to be involved in the headlines a lot. Oh yeah, he's so always think, in it, yeah. So I think for him to be excluded, I'm not saying it's not going to be as good. There's still more than an, enough good Funny, talented people, oh, of course, that yeah. we'll be able to see. But I just, me bogey was just that Bryson's decided not to take part in it. I was just thinking there the way like F1 have got like McLaren and Red Bull and Mercedes, they should do like Taylor Made versus Callaway versus Titleist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I've like the, the, the top the six, you know what I mean? I've like because they like you have you get to see inside the team and like what they do and stuff, and like Bottas and Hamilton together and all that. I think, yeah, I think it's important on this on this Netflix documentary that they do get the club reps involved you know the the representatives for tailor-made and things and well tailor-made have already got like a little team together haven't they like morikawa wolf tiger rory tommy um... you see that you see with trotty golf like he he does the videos where he's doing it with tiger and you get to see clips like that where he's talking whereas with john ramen people like that who's on callaway you don't really get to see that's what i'm saying so if you got like the callaway team together like shoffle like ram Whoever else is in Callaway, like get them in as like a little unit and get like six from each. Because you got Kepka now with Trixon as well, so he could, he could build a team around him just on his own. Matsuyama, <laughs> no, yeah, Matsuyama, yeah. yeah. But I don't think Matsuyama's t- taking part in it. But uh, I know Brooks Kepka is, so yeah, I agree. Having that, having be fun, that team environment, like... yeah, I can't wait for it, mate. No, I, I can't think it's going to be good. I think. He does he's a lot needed, of he? things. He's needed. He's, he's, yeah. tell, he's telly gold, isn't he? Of course, yeah. I think like, he'd be really good. So, is Tiger taking part now? If he comes back, it, or what? His name's not on there, no. But I think. But his name's not on golf, is it? What? His name's not on golf at the minute. This could be like a little present for us, you know, like when we not announcing it and then getting close to the time as a little promo. The Tiger, a little present for us. <laughs> <laughs> You're having that. I'm having it. You know me. I'm having anything Tiger related. What's your bogey? My bogey is I've just missed you and I've missed the podcast and, yeah. and we haven't done one this year and we've been slow to get going and just yeah. like, do you know what I've missed? Like, you know, because you know, you take your eye off it a little bit and the golf hasn't like the last couple of weeks, it's only been on two weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, like, it's just not yeah, I know as, what you're saying. as uh, fun yeah. to watch where like we haven't got your picks in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, I don't know. It just hasn't, I haven't been in the golf groove. It's, yeah. it's just coming back to me. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, What's happened was we we felt like we needed a break, and then there's been Christmas, New Year, there's been our birthdays, and then like it's now 
the next week. So it just seems as though that break, it, it was just went on a bit too long with us last yeah. last time. We had the interviews in between and we were doing a bit more, weren't we? But, no, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think the fact that we just took a step back, we won't do that next year. We'll work right through Christmas Day. Eh? Well, like, we'll see like how it goes with the I've missed with, you too. Yeah, with, with the with, with the numbers out there. Because like when we had a little break, the numbers went shut up and people... Anticipating it, they want it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes if you give it to them every week, they get bored, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep to keep the people there guessing. Keep them guessing, yeah. What's your boss, brother? Well, we spoke about it briefly at the beginning of the show. The YouTube production. Oh yeah, and it's just the state of my short games. Oh yeah, (laughs) I don't want to spoil it for anyone who wants to watch it. But (laughs) honestly, like I talk a really good game with me putting in my short game and I don't know what happened. I'm going to blame the Greens because I wasn't on SNA. Yeah. Tough place of form be all. For me, my bust is that I've shown myself up big time on the yeah. on the production with me putting in my short game. There was some good bits, but I think when you see what our score is, we left a lot out there. Oh, we? we left loads out there. We left a lot And we got there. lucky on a couple of things and it was... It, it's a great There's more watch, to come. If we say it's so a great ourselves. watch. It's it a, great a great watch. watch. We're looking forward to, to seeing what everyone thinks, as, as we mentioned. So, a million percent. What's your bust? My bust is, listen to this for the statement, I would love to drop a bomb on it and blow it up to oblivion, to be honest. Oh, Patton. Yeah. Talking about, he said it's such a terrible finishing hole. The fact that they moved the tee back today is ridiculous. It's a really good tee shot, and I've still got 290 front. I could peg driver up and still not get there. It would be a much better finishing hole if you're actually rewarded by hitting the fairway, which as it stands, you're not. It's a 646-yard par five. Like, I don't think... How's he made the nine, though? That's what I mean. I don't think the length's got anything to do with you making double on Saturday and a nine on Sunday. That's like turning around and saying, like, every par four should be drivable. I know, yeah. Like, why why, why isn't every par four 270, 280 then? Exactly, yeah. If it's a par five... You're meant to be three shots, isn't it? Yeah, you're meant to... Yeah, is he saying that because there's no chance that you can get there? But, but 290, he, really? He could have a dig at that if he wanted to. A 290 carry, yeah. If he's at the drive, how far? Three? He doesn't say how far, but he's, he's at a good drive. Well, it'd be 360, wouldn't it? If it's a, if it's a 660 hole, is it? 426. Four, no, 646. Six. Yeah, so he's at the drive at 350. So surely there's not a 60-yard difference between his driver and his next club. Maybe um, there's a different team. <laughs> no, but you know, I don't know. it's I, I get what you're saying. Like you, you can't really just because you've had a bad hole doesn't mean it's the worst finishing hole, does it? I know, but then what well, another part of the bust is that he's got a record there and he's hitting a driver onto a three yards fairway, and it's like, what what do you want like from life? Yeah, or the hero challenge. Yeah, it? he's hitting onto a strip like that, and it's like you get yeah. the gym. It's a, bit of, it's a bit of a strange. It's a bit of a strange statement to say that. Just because you hit a good drive down a par five, that you should be allowed to go for it in two. It's, it's about your thinking in your in, in your mind and getting your right number and then executing a wedge shot, making the birdie the, the old fashioned way, isn't it? Yeah. Like, only, I don't understand. I just, that you can 290, just, that you can 290 just becomes a short par four. And I, I know for a fact every professional golfer on the tour at that level will step up on a 290 yard par four and think birdie. Of so course, that's his problem. So it, the reason he's made a nine is because he's probably got in his own head, and that's why his frustrations. Well, like. to be honest, I reckon I could hit a good three wood off the deck, probably get it up there to fifty two sixty. If I catch a monster two seventy, so he's got to be longer than me. So for two ninety, he's not really out of his range, as you just said. Yeah, do you know what I mean? 
yeah, it's just. It's I just, I just think he's having a big gripe over it. Like, blow, I don't know, I just didn't. I just, just ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your bust, anyway. That's me bust. Yeah, well, good birdie bogey bust. Like we mentioned there as well, it's been a while since we've done a pod, so you know there's plenty of golf news to catch up on. Oh, there is. Firstly, I want to just mention um, Hillside Golf Club. Of yeah, of course, very ca- close to us. The Kazoo, the Kazoo Classic. Yeah, um, from the 21st to 24th of July. It's gonna it's gonna host a DP World Tour event, which I think's amazing news for the Northwest. Definitely, you know, normally yeah. the only events that we get in this area is Royal Birkdale, Royal Lytham, Royal, yeah. Royal Lytham. They're the only courses that really get hyped up around here. We had so that I think, British Masters didn't we last year? But I think so, probably I because think it was such a such a success, they probably brought it back, haven't they? Well, that's it. You think of what's happening with a hillside now. There's constant changes, new tees, new grass paths going in. Um, and similar things happening at our place. We've got the no <laughs> plug S and A. Yeah, we've made quite a few changes to our place as well. Like the, we've added, I think three four hundred yards to the course now. New tees, four hundred yards. Yeah, it's over seven thousand now. No way. Where are you getting all that from? Yeah, so they've put a new tee on the second. Yeah, a new tee on six. So six now off the very back tee. It's two. 60 or 270, I believe, to carry you through the gap. Ah, right. I see. Um, new tee on seven, so seven goes right back. New tee on eight, there's been 30 or 40 yards added on eight. Um, new tee on nine, new tee on 10. Where's the tee on nine? It, the nine, it's next to the eighth green. Is it? Yeah, right back yeah, there. At the top, at the back, yeah. It's every there. So that's where they'll be playing from. Um, Is this all because you've got the Langsam? Yeah, so um, I think. In tournament golf now, your course has got to be over to to get the top top amateur events and maybe potentially future um, events similar to what Hillside have got. Do you need to be over seven thousand yards, really? Yeah, I don't know if that's an official rule, but I think you know to to challenge these players now, the distance at the it. I'd say so. Um, yeah, it's, it's got to be that distance. So then, a new tee on twelve, so the twelfth tee's gone. Why they just don't try and get some like a challenge event in it? I think that's what might might happen now. I think you know now that we're seeing. Um, we mentioned, didn't we, about getting Lynx golf? We've honestly, the... I believe we've done that. Do you think we've done that? Definitely. Yeah, the 21st or 24th of July, I think that's the week after the open, isn't it? Straight after, yeah, straight after. So they'll go obviously St Andrews at the open and then they'll go straight to Hillside. So, yeah, all the top players are still going to be in the country just down the road. You would anticipate a good turnout for that event, wouldn't you? Let's see if Hudson wants to play. That's it, yeah. If you qualify for the open, stay here, yeah, ledge. <laughs> Can I have my bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think that's really good for the area. No, it's boss, um, yeah, of course. There's, boss there's improvements yeah. going. Obviously, Birkdale, Liverpool, and Lytham—they're always going to get the the major events. But I think there's more money going into the courses in and around it now, and you know, hopefully, we'll see more events around the northwest of England. No, it's great. Formby all gets to be a car park for it as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> And run shuttle buses. <laughs> what other golf news have we got? Well, we've had we've missed a couple of tournaments, haven't we? So we had we've lost the green books, which is we a big have. one. Yeah, yeah. Not really there's not really been much and noise. They about got that, took out and the scoring record got broke. <laughs> Cameron Smith <laughs> shooting John Ram shooting thirty three hundred and coming second. Unbelievable. I think the top three broke the scoring record, didn't they? Joke, isn't it? From I think Ernie Els had the record, didn't he, originally? Was it Ernie? If he had 30 or 30 under par, didn't he? Yeah, and I think first, second, and third all beat that. Do you know what the I mean? tournament, yeah, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? But I don't think they get it because the first two rounds it was pick and place. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if they give it to him or not. Yeah, they'll probably, you won't get, mightn't get it officially, but, but it is, on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it'll still be on the records, definitely. And then we had Matsuyama winning the Sony Open. He's turning up, isn't he? Yeah. 
you know, he had the um, he had the Zozo back in Japan a couple of months ago. We know obviously what he done at the Masters, defend the Masters champ. It was um, more the way that he won this this one with that with that eagle down the last like and on the playoff hole, sorry. Yeah. Two big slogs to like two foot and just roll it in. That's when he teed that up next to the tee box. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm definitely in the tee box there. No, a million percent. No problem. Like, no problem. <laughs> um, another little bit of mad golf news. Akshay Batia. Remember him? Oh, I've heard of him, yeah. The left-hander. We don't know, we don't know one to watch, yeah. He won on the corn ferry, but his caddy was his girlfriend and he ended up meeting her by sliding into her DMs on Instagram. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> the little legends, yeah. <laughs> and then she carried, she carried for him, and he won. Well, did you see? There's a couple of memes going around after it. Um, on his post tournament interview, he was saying, you know, it's, it's a great week. We get um, we get hospitality in the hotel and all that, and people were just like, oh, I, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I yeah. bet you do. <laughs> well, he's doing a video on the beach of that, and she's like got the trophy in the background like that. And thanks to like whoever for carrying the bag and that. It's like it was like, weird. <laughs> But um, he shot 65, 700 in the final round and he became the third youngest golfer behind Sung J.M. and Jason Day to win a Corn Ferry tournament. So I believe he's still 19. It feels like he's been 19 forever. I know. Well, we've only knew about him for the year, so he might, might be his birthday next week. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, yeah. Yeah, million percent. Yeah. And one other little bit of news. Augusta, speaking of getting a bit of length, Augusta's lengthened the tees, do you reckon? A drone, like someone spotted it from the air. Oh, they usually keep it, this. yeah. They usually keep it quite quiet. They don't like not getting out. No, do they? and they reckon someone's seen it from the air, and um, fifteen is getting twenty-three yards, about. So that's the par five with the with water. The water I'm just thinking, yeah, that second shot's gonna be a lot. So more it's usually like it. a four-five iron. You know what I mean? So like, I think the shorter it is, will be definitely it's a very be in. narrow green as well. You got to shoot over the back quite easy. Yeah, it's you? more wide, isn't it? Yeah. So then I think there'll be a lot more laying up on that all, but then the longer it is, it'll still probably be in like four or five what the sure. normal people yeah, were in doing because yeah. they were like, see some years they're in seven irons in there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And uh, 18 has got another like 14, 15 yards as well. Through that tiny Through gap. Through that gap, yeah. <laughs> so luck. the pressure on that. Good luck with that. You don't want any shape on your shot through that gap. It's interesting as well that you mentioned there, and obviously we've already spoke about the Netflix series, um, but just to touch on it again, you mentioned there about how private the Masters are. I was really surprised that the Masters are allowing the access uh, for, for the Netflix series, that yeah. tournament, because you've got the four majors, the Players' Championships and the FedEx Championship. They've been given like unlimited access to the whole grounds, Netflix, haven't they? Yeah, they've sort of got to, haven't they? Yeah, they've got to, but I just think, you know, traditionally it's always been private invitation, you know. Oh, no, of course, big, yeah. So to let a, a film crew come in and just walk about the grounds and do... Do what they please. It's um, it's going to be interesting to, to see of what they course, capture. A million percent. Mm, yeah, boss. Do you, have you have you seen the lineup for that so far? Who's who's on there? Go through the list that they've that they've got. No, I've seen list. it, but I haven't. I haven't had, I've like I've seen like obviously Tommy DJ. A few, so yeah, like... the list the list of names that uh, they've got down so far is Anse uh, Berger, Champ. Joel Damon, I think he'll be good because he's he's good on the Twitter, isn't he? Joel this is an alphabetical order, then obviously. It is an alphabetical order, yeah. <laughs> Fino, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood. <laughs> to change Fowler. <laughs> I'll go backwards. Bubba, JT, Spieth, Hovland, DJ, Higgs, Homer. Sick. Mita Pereira's on there as well, the Chilean. Nice. Um, no Neiman. What? No. Mm. It doesn't look like no. Xander Shoffley. Polter, Morikawa, Kepka, Kevin Nair. That's all of them. 
Oh, that's just a list that was on there. Yeah, that there's there's going to be more, but they were just the headline names that they put out, put out there. What happened with Kevin Nard and a fella on on um, Twitter? He put something like, "Oh, Kevin Nard doing this is getting old or something." Three, yeah, taking three minutes. Oh, yeah, taking, it's getting old. Take, it's 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 good watching him walk the ball in the hole. Um, but I'm getting bored of it in taking three minutes over a putt. And he'd come back and said, well, I'm getting bored of watching you miss every cut. Yeah, you missing every cut, <laughs> getting bored. And well. that's quality, that. That's what that. you need, though, isn't it? Yeah, You it need is, a bit yeah. of face-to-face, that. That's it, yeah. You know what I mean? You do, yeah. I don't think you've got it in them, though. Keyboard warriors. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Hopefully they have, though. I know. Um, on to the women's game, then. There was another bit of news there. The, obviously, because we haven't been on for a few weeks, it broke at the beginning of January. The Women's US Open, they've received um, a massive boost in funding. They've got a main sponsor for the event now, Pro Medica, and they've increased the prize funds from five point five million to ten million. Nice. Yeah, so the winner's gonna walk away Serious with one point eight million, yeah. One point eight mil for the um, It's nearly doubled it, isn't it? Yeah, nearly just just under double, yeah. So wow. uh, another boost for the women's game as it Definitely, continues yeah. to grow. Well, there's another boost there, yeah, because um, did you see someone tweeted or they were saying like an average scratch golfer could compete on the LPGA tour? Yeah, so it was there's there's this argument, isn't it, to say like how good is the women the quality on the women's tour? So then this one because they're talking about the forward tees and all that. Yeah, shorter courses. So obviously this uh, you're about to explain now what the, this this tweet was about or this message that that went out on the social media. Yeah, about. well there was a load of celebrities that played this week, and um, the eventual winner was Danielle Kang. And she posted four rounds in the 60s, 60s and the entire celebrity field combined for zero rounds in the 60s. And it actually had a few, a good few scratch golfers like Derek Lowe, who's a retired pitcher. He plays of 0.2. He played well all week and he shot 76, 72, 75, 72, which is like seven over, 20 till 23 shots off Kang, which is, she shot 68, 67, 69, 68. Um, Mark Mulder. He's off. He's another scratch golfer. He shot 77, 74, 80, 75, so 18 over. Mardi Fish is one of the best celebrities on the on the circuit sort of thing. He plays off plus three, and he shot 81, 70, 73, 82. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and the Atlantis Braves legend, John Smoltz, who's played on the, the Champions Tour, shot 77, 77, 79, 73, yeah. 18 over. Yeah. So like it just You've basically no proves chance. that they just haven't. No, you got the professional athletes at the end of the day. Of course, yeah. Well, I don't know, like maybe my goal last year was to just smoke Charlie all it went with. I mean it well then. <laughs> yeah, so I'll let you know as well. That could be our next YouTube video, kind of scratch golfer beat uh, an LPJ tour player. You need to get off scratch first then. Yeah, I'll throw a few cards in. <laughs> Up to two now. No, no. Yeah, no, it's um, it was a good event that the Century to not the Century Tournament Champions, but the women's version. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Tournament of champions. Yeah, and Danielle Kang gets that one. Nelly Corder was up there, weren't she? Going well, Nelly Corder was leading going into the final round, and she's actually um, blamed the cold. She has a three over and the, in the Orlando chill, and she was like, I was freezing. I always get colder than it actually is. I've always said that. That's why I stay away from tournaments that are always in the cold, because I struggle so much in it. I don't know why. I feel so stiff. Something that I just need to suck up and mentally trick myself. But yeah, I struggle in the cold. Sounds like a mental block. Yeah, that, it's weird, it? isn't it? I, I think if she's telling herself that when it's cold, she plays bad. I don't think she's. A, she needs to. Well, if she feels mentally. the cold bad, then obviously you're not gonna. 
play well, are you? There's enough technology in clothes now where you can... Well, she's in, I've seen her. She's in a cold and a jacket and like a snood and the thing and everything. Oh, and she's yeah, yeah. And she's still cold, yeah. You'd think Rihanna playing coming down the last would have warmed her up, wouldn't you? <laughs> Seeing that, yeah. Rihanna blasting out the hospitality while uh, Daniel Kang was putting out. What? It's a good, good way to get the season started, isn't it? It is. Yeah, the it is. PGA Tour. One other tournament that started the season was on the DP World Tour as well. Yeah. Um, the Abu Dhabi HSB Championship. The first... Rolex event of the season. Yeah, it's mad that they just go bowling straight in with two Rolex events in a row, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that was a, the change in format, wasn't it? They've added the Rolex series event and they've taken away a WGC, haven't they? Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's like, imagine having two majors, like, it's like your fund's over. It, it should be spread, spread out, yeah, one yeah. a month like they do with the, mm. should have one Rolex, one WGC and one major every month. Yeah. Let I mean, me this, in this charge swing... of that, you know, that DP world, lad. I'll sort it out. <laughs> It was a good event, though, wasn't it? Windy. Yeah, yeah I know. Scoring was quite low, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, like, quite like quite high, only sorry. One, only one player in double figures, which I was the, the winner, Thomas Peters, shot 10 under. I know. Um, part of the last 10, 11 holes, was it? Part of the last well, he only had um, one birdie, one bogey all day, 16 pars. Even yeah. par isn't usually enough to clinch a victory, is it? But no, it, it was more of a grind, wasn't it? Well, that's it, but... The talent that was in that field that week, Morikawa, Hovland, everyone, Mahoney, yeah. Fleetwood, Tommy, Lowry. yeah. But that I was wasn't surprised. Lowry was up there as well. He loves playing in the loves wind, the way, yeah. But obviously, he got off to a terrible start in the final round. Smokes driver down the first, and then makes a triple bogey from nowhere. I know what is that? That's, that's your tournament over. But Thomas Peters back into the top fifty in the world for the first time in three years. He's well, good enough, isn't he? He is good. Enough, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, Sutton. That's his sixth win on the tour. First under the DP, but he had. Five European tour wins in his career, so that was number six for him. We're not like like when you say, "Oh, Liverpool never won the Premier League and all that" because you've changed names. Are we like that sort of carry on? No, no, definitely not. Because just the one Everton to have won the league. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <isn't it? laughs> so no, I'm definitely back in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the eleventh hole. Yeah, three putters from ten foot on eleven. That was only bogey of the day, wasn't it? And he had a new putter. What is it with people this week? New putters that are put three putting in the last day with and a new putter winning. and winning. Yeah, <laughs> great, isn't it? Must be a new thing. Yeah, but it. Um... It was a good event to watch. Yeah, you mentioned there about Tillan. I know he was your bus, but he was up there again, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, know, definitely, had, had yeah. good tournaments. Obviously, yeah. making nine making nine on the last... You're obviously going to want to blow something up, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yourself. Yeah. I know, exactly. So that wasn't the um, that wasn't an ideal finish to his third round. But, no. you know, he, he picked himself up and he, he another good finish. And then, again, Hovland, he made double on 15. Otherwise, I think he finished two, three back, was he? Seven yeah. under, eight under. So that double on 15, sort of seeing the end to his challenge. But It usually does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's good, though, to see that, you know, the, the top players, again, on both tours. That's what, hopefully, we, this is what we've asked for for a long time, isn't it? Split the tours. There's enough talent now where you've got a Morikawa, Hovland, everybody playing on the DP, DP tour, and, and you've yeah. got John Ram, you've got all these top players playing on the... They should really make DJ the top tour. 50 split... Split in it. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping the fact that this at least the top ten. Yeah, I'm hoping this Saudi-backed uh, money on the Asian tour is obviously forcing the hand of the PJ tour to say, right, if we don't support the DP world and more events with the top players, then potentially that's going to sink, and the, the oh, Asian tour is going to take over because I think the PJ tour and the the DP world have got a good good relationship. They've got that uh, alliance, haven't they? Where they do the split. Tournaments and you can there's it the Bermuda and the the Barracuda yeah uh, and a couple of events like that so um no it was a good good start to the to the season uh, you and Ferguson as well 
He'll be happy with the start. He made of the course, cut. yeah, definitely. It walks away with 54k for that. Finished 38, yeah. Do you know that's more, more than more than he would have won um, if when, if he won on the challenge tour. That that's it. Though. It's a Rolex, isn't it? So the money's completely. If there's ever a, if there's ever a week to turn up, it's it's that week, isn't oh, it? Oh, million percent, yeah. So he's not seeing. He's not in the field um, for the Dubai Desert Classic this week. But he's um he's off to a good start if, he, if he's wanting to keep his card, isn't he? Of course, yeah. There's a few other little mad things that happened. Santiago Tario hit a backwards bunker shot. Oh, like the Phil Mickelson thing over his head. Unbelievable, yeah. It's a and then, shot as well, isn't he? I know, yeah, but he missed the putt. <laughs> but like that's yes, anti-climax. But it's the the video actually appeared on Matt Wallace's Instagram first. I don't know if Wallace actually filmed it. Oh yeah, just you standing there, just like someone at the end of the day, just get your phone out, and yeah, just get it up there. You do you know what I mean? Miss that one, you know? Yeah, but I thought um, that Thomas Peters' interview was quite nice. He was like, I sat there as a because as, he was the first Belgian to ever win a Rolex event, and he was sitting there saying that when he used to look at, at people winning, he was like, oh, that that'll never be me. And he's like, now it's me. So I hope all the juniors at home are watching and it takes some inspiration out of yeah, it. Yeah, because he've never seen a Belgian win that. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in general, I think it was quite nice just to. To say basically, like, hope people are watching and hope they get inspired. It's got to be inspired by someone, haven't you? you yeah, know what I mean? we, were, we were inspired by Tiger for years, weren't we? So we never made of it. Course, no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's all like being inspired, but then you can't then just go and slog a load of ale down. You've got to go and practice. <laughs> yeah, but money again, you know, money attracts the best players. 1.3 million he got for winning that. Sick. So, you know, they, they will. And he's up to world number 31. We spoke about. Hudson's winning, getting him up to world sixty-one. He's up to thirty-one in the world now, so uh, in a great position to have a have a fantastic season for Peters there. Great, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He, um, the first thing he said in his interview as well was, he's like, him and his caddy have been talking about getting that gold bib for a couple of years now, and he's like, I'm just glad to get Adam or Andrew, whatever his name is, a gold bib. Yeah, <laughs> for the winners, get yeah. get one. Yeah. Um, we've just mentioned there about that sets him nicely up for the majors this year prediction time let's have a little talk about the majors this year so we should we, we should get people to like join in with this yeah like we do with the um anyone playing the order of merit has to have a, a go at this as well okay yeah because i said so there you go yeah you are the boss that's <laughs> <laughs> so you think um okay let's go major predictions then so we've got the four majors um that hasn't changed no the masters the pga the us open and the open so let's go Augusta National first. Then do you want to go first? Yeah, well, mine's a bit of an open-ended one for this one. Okay. Tiger is my pick. But if he doesn't play, then I want to pick Bryson. Bryson around there? Yeah. What's your thought process there? Then? Well, I was think- I was tossing up between Morikawa and Bryson. And then I just think the way he's come out chatting all that past 65s and all that, I think he's just going to get his head down. And he's got a point to prove. Like... The, remember he lost his ball and all that. Well, he said he was saying it's a par sixty-seven because of the par fives, wasn't it? So but yeah, that's it. Guaranteed five, five under exactly. And then his first hole, he knocks it out of bounds, wasn't it? Or his second hole? Yeah, the tenth. Yeah, he knocked it out of bounds, and then he lost his ball, didn't he? On a different <laughs> one. So I just think he's got a like a bit of a a vendetta against. Yeah, that. I think he needs, he, yeah. he needs to prove a point. Do you think they'll have a jacket to fit him? No, he's a big kid, isn't he? Yeah. Them big shoulders. Yeah, but the others use Cabrera's one. He's not using jail, and he's not using it anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, interesting one, that, yeah. Um, I've gone... I've chosen to go outside the box a little bit with a few of mine, just to have a little... Have you, yeah? Yeah. I've gone... This is a bit of a... I think I want him to win it really badly, um, but I've gone Rory McIlroy. All right. I just think his game sets up perfectly, perfectly for it. Really good offers to that's a strength. 
he's he's embedded as a new coach now, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? So I think he's won a couple of weeks ago in Vegas. You know, he won again in middle of last season. He's won twice in 2021. I just think that, you know, he's not, he, he's in and around it. He finished five under, tied 12th uh, last week. He's peaking at the right times. You know, I think he's... No, definitely. Like, and he's one of the best players in the world, isn't he? Oh, he's like, one of the best players to ever uh, play the game. I just think this is just the missing piece of the puzzle for Rory. And he's getting to the age now where if he doesn't win it soon, is he going to lose the... Is he going to run out of time? So I think if there's ever a time for Rory to win the green jacket, the Masters, it's going to be 2022 and I'm going for him. Okay. Okay. So next, are we doing the? Do you doing them in order? Let's do PJ. Yeah, okay. California. Yeah. Well, it's another one of them. Oh, Canelli, you just doing this for everyone? No, because if Tiger doesn't make it back for the Masters, you like the last Tiger to win all four of you, the last time he he won it, the last time there was a major at Sudden Hills, it was Tiger in two thousand seven. Like if he doesn't make it back for that, I think he'll make it back for this. Then I'm going to pick him for that. But if not, then I'm picking John Ram. You think John Rams with the PJ? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't argue against that. World number one. Exactly. Well, listen, I've got more. I've got another, another reason than well, that. I've come for world number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I've said this before on the podcast with Colin Morikawa. He's going to win double figure majors. I just think he's that good. I think um, Ram will as well. With Colin Morikawa being so young for the next few um, obviously, minus Augusta National because it's there every year. But each of these major tournaments is probably going to be a new course for him. So this doesn't really make sense. But I just think every time that the pressure's on Morikawa and he's playing on a course that he's never played before, he wins or he does really well. So, statement. 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 I know. Um, <laughs> so, no, Southern Hills, California, he's never played a golf tournament there, like a big event there. So Because they've hardly had nothing, have they? His game just sets up perfectly for majors, so you could pretty much say he could win. Well, his mindset does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think he's just yeah. really, like the fact that he's won. Well, he's won two already, hasn't he? One of them was a PGA Championship. He knows how to win it. So, um, yeah, I'm going for Colin Morikawa. You don't have to justify that one like that. Is a it's he's a pick, isn't he? He is a pick. He's yeah. and he will feature in every major. Him, he's yeah. He's no matter good. what, I think he'll get top five in every major. He's that good, There's a bet. He's a bet. It's a statement. <laughs> It's just gone on there. He's, he's de- he'll definitely get to world number one this year. Oh, million percent. Take over Ram. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he will. He'll win three or four this year. Yeah. Majors. Majors just <laughs> events. <laughs> Grand Slam. Marikawa. Yeah, that's it though, isn't it? That's a good pick. Um, so the Open, I've gone for, for all the same reasons that you went for him for the Masters. I've gone for Rory. Yeah. But there's one extra special reason. He done his ankle in playing footy when it, in 2015 when it was at St Andrews. Ah, okay. So I think that he'll have a little yeah. bit of fire in him. Yeah, the, the year I've I, gone for the fired up people, me. Yeah. Did we go and watch Rory at St Andrews when he shot like the ridiculous first round of like eight? In like 2005. Something? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Whenever it was before that. Yeah. Did we go? 2010 and- was it? Did we go and we went and watched them? Didn't I, we? Went, yeah. I remember going to St Andrews with you, yeah. And watching and then Rory. I don't answer. remember who I watched. <laughs> but I just remember being there. Remember driving there. <laughs> that was it, yeah. I've I've done um what you've done for the open, to be honest. I think Tiger Woods for the open at St Andrews. Ah, uh, right. I just it's his favourite course. Even if he's back for the Masters, you'd like you Oh, you well, you're not you're not using him for the Masters. No, but... It's because I wanted to use him and I'm thinking if if he's not I don't want to waste them, so I'm sort of being a bit well, of a cheat there. The, I just think the Masters might come a bit too soon for him. Yeah. I know it's Tiger Woods, you can't count him off 
St. Andrews, he's come out and said that's his favourite course, isn't it? It's the 150th Open. The stars are just aligning for Tiger Woods to just turn up. We've seen him turn up at the PNC, albeit he was in a cart. He only played a certain amount of shots. but like, And he had the secret weapon. But Yeah, but like a lot of his shots were stone dead, like stiff. I know. Do you know what I mean? It he was like, frightening. Like, he, was, it? he was whole and put. It was just, it, it's like you just, you look at the car crash in February, you don't expect somebody in the December to do that. And then I, I also think about Ben Hogan and what Hogan did and how he come back and what he won after he come back. And I'm just thinking... With less money, less medical treatment, less technology. Yeah, I just think... Probably I, a heavier accident. That's, yeah, so I think seven, seven months from how he played in December at the PNC to turning up at St. Andrews. I think that's a really, really realistic No, me, honestly, like, I toyed with it with doing that again. <laughs> if Tiger doesn't play that, then I'm going to... But I do think, you, I think, yeah, you've, you've, yeah, you've nailed it there. Yeah, I think, I, I honestly think that that's the, that's the perfect arena for Tiger to turn back, you know, hopefully it's a warm, firm, like at Royal Liverpool when he won, you can hit a lot of irons off the tee and get the run. She doesn't have to get the, the big stick out because that's yeah. probably if he's going to struggle anywhere, it'll be with speed and and turn through the ball. Well, he was getting it. Was... He was getting the speed up on he on the yeah. on the on the thing. So yeah. and that's where when he's still half cabbage. So yeah. you don't just, you just don't know, do you? He's got the stealth now as well. Well, he? Rory was talking about hitting his spots and like not going for flags and like going for certain spots on the course and not trying to get it right down there playing your game. And he's like, he's like in the world number one used to do that, and it's worked out pretty well for him. So he's like, if it's not broke. Don't fix it. There you go. Last one then. It's at Brookline, isn't it? Like with that on that greatest game ever played. Yeah. Um, the country club of Brookline. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for Tommy. Tommy. Well, I've got Hovland or Tommy, and yeah, I'm just. I think Tommy's going to win a major, and I think it's going to come at a proper difficult place. Whenever it's been the hardest setup, he he seems to do quite well, doesn't he? Yeah. No. Yeah. There was that, there was that like when was when, in... when it was in Port Rush, he comes second. When it was in when Kepka won in two thousand seventeen or eighteen, wasn't it? Which yeah. One was it? And he shot like sixty three in the final round and lost by a shot. Didn't yeah, he? to Kepka. So he's had a couple of near misses, and I think if he can get his form back a little bit, and he's won on the big stage. Although he's not won in America, he's won on the on the European tour on the, on the big stage with the biggest players. So he of can, course, yeah, he can compete against them. He's obviously just. Um, dipped in form the last 12 months but you know he didn't have the best of seasons last year but there's one way to pick it up the pressure's off now isn't it you know you just go I know it's like when you when you come off the European tour and you get your PGA tour card and you're you're there and it's all overwhelming and everyone wants you and you're there and you you know what I mean it's a different sort of ball game over there isn't it and then you settle down you lose you you get taken back a peg by losing your card you only get so many starts you don't like you can actually plan your life a bit differently yeah yeah i just do i, I think, think it's it, he's matured enough is that what you're trying to say he's matured enough into the into the into that environment that he's ready to take on and a, he's and he's been pegged down a touch as well yeah so it's always been he obviously he had that struggle when he first started on the european tour didn't he and then obviously his relationship with finno has worked and it's just propelled, hasn't it? And it's just gone from strength to strength. To yeah, push so the on. pressure's off. Like you can work on your thing, you know. You can sort of get get amongst it. Like go and swing freely, get, do well, stay in Europe for a bit, do well, and then go over to America when you choose, sort of thing. Instead, or like if you get an invite, instead, of, instead of thinking, oh, the money's over there, I need to be in America. Although you might not want to be in America, yeah, you, but you think you'd have to be because you've got a PJ yeah. tour card. Everything, you know everything what I mean? leads towards America just because of the world, the way the world ranking and the system. money. 
it's money, isn't it? If you, want to play in the, if you want to play in the players, you want to play in WGCs, you've got to be a top 50 player in the world. In order to do that, you've got to play in world ranked events, which are which are mainly on the PGA Tour. Exactly. So yeah. that's why everything pushes towards that. And I think now we're seeing potentially a change in that because we're getting a couple of co-sanctioned events and things, a lot more money's getting dumped onto the DP world. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, like you say, we'll see a lot more of them on Europe. It's like, why would you play the Italian Open for a million pound prize fund total when you can go and play the PJ Tour and the first prize could be eight hundred grand? Yeah, but it's it's the world ranking points that you get as well. It's, as well, but it's like more, and money. Do you know what I mean? You probably get more for finishing the top twenty on the PJ Tour. Than well, you we used to do it. We used to do it all the time, didn't we? Compare that. Yeah, so. like, it's one of my favourite hobbies. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you thinking then? So I've gone for John Ram. Back to back. Oh, well, well. No, it does, I'll, I'll justify it. So there's been seven back-to-back winners in US Open history. Right. Um, Curtis, the, the last two were Curtis Strange in 88 and 89. Then He Brooks, won it when it was last at uh, Brookline. Brookline. Yeah. Curtis Strange. Was that how long 1988, was? that was him, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. Didn't know that. Um, i just seen the years. And then Brooks Kepka won it in 17 and 18. So I just think, uh, you know, when you've won a US Open, I know this is cliche and it's what I'm, what I'm about to say, you'd be like, oh, that's obvious. But I think when you've won a US Open, because of how the US Open's set up um, and how difficult they are to play in, I think once you've won a US Open, you had such such a stronger advantage in the field more than any other tournament, I think. Because when you've been in, you know what it takes to win a US Open. It just sets you up to win again. Serious. Serious statement, <laughs> I know. I wrote that down and in my head. I was thinking, do you know what? That sounds amazing. That and I've just spoken and I'm thinking, what are you talking about? No, but I have no way. You know what I mean? From. I think. Yeah. I think I I didn't explain it the best, but like you you go up feeding the U.S. Open and you know once you know how to conquer it, you think you can do it again. Like the U.S. Open is the hardest uh, major to win. Yeah. It, the, the setup, the way they do it, the way the USGA do it, it's just so difficult. Mm. So already when you turn up to that event, your head's battered. And you've got a spring in your step, haven't you? you like you're out there, you're thinking, yeah, you, I've, I've won this before. I know what it takes to win this event. Yeah. So I just think, I know like if you've won, uh, if you've won, if you win any event, you take like Hudson Swafford, he's turned up this week. No, and he's won this before, and you see loads of that. It's you've got to boost the confidence yeah. in your mind. You know what I mean? That's why I was toying between that's a proper obvious statement and yeah. the fact that it's more meaningful in a U.S. Open because I just think U.S. Opens are so hard to win. When you talk about a past winner coming to win again, it's much easier for them. Nice. I'll stop talking about that now. Because <laughs> <laughs> do you want a shovel for that hole you're digging? Well, no, right. John Ram, obviously, that's a great pick. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you say, it'd be good to get everyone's... Um, You'll get people to throw them in, definitely, yeah, do you know what I mean? And, and... In. So I've gone Rory Masters, Morikawa PGA, John Ram US Open, Tiger Woods Open. Right. Well, I've gone Tiger or Bryson, Tiger or Ram, Rory and Tommy. Nice. Tiger yeah. or Rory. Yeah. <laughs> A tiger or Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> if Tiger plays, he wins. Um, the first time Tiger plays, he's out with picks. Basically, what I'm we've, saying. We've, did you go Morikawa for any? No. No. I toyed with him for the Masters. I was toying with Hovland, me. 
I talk about Hovland for the US Open. I think Hovland's definitely got a major in him, you know. Do you know what's going to happen? Rory Sabatini, Colin Kevin Kevin Streelman, <laughs> Colin Montgomery, Colin Montgomery, and Bernard Langer are going to win them four majors. <laughs> We're just going to be like, what even happens to our predictions there? Right. We've mentioned the DP World Tour. Let's talk about the Dubai Desert Classic then. Interestingly, it's changed its name from the Omega to the Slink. Slink. .io, Dubai, there's a classic now. Yeah, I've seen Polter and... done a little post about it, about the new sponsors, about winning tickets for something. And yeah. Really sure what he was on about. And then well, I... they're just, they're like a new technology company, logistics thing, where like yeah. whatever they do. And they've they've boosted the prize fund to 8 million. And I think that's why they've made it a Rolex event, because it wasn't last year. When they change in sponsorship, but boosted all up, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because they they've added an extra Rolex, it was this one, yeah. Yeah. So from Abu Dhabi to Dubai for mm-hmm. the second Rolex event of the year. So you're going to be getting plenty of points if you get off to a good start to the season. This could set you up nicely for the race Plenty of dollars as well. Yeah, you plenty I mean? of dollars, yeah. So Paul Casey was a defending champion. He's back in the field. Didn't didn't play last week, which I was quite surprised with. If he's going to be in and around there. Yeah, I don't understand area. that. Mm-hmm. I never understand that. I've seen the weather forecast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought no chance. And another past champion who won the year before, Casey. We uh, done a podcast with his caddy, the Pew Dog, the yeah. Pew Dog, yeah, Legend. yeah, yeah, and he's fresh off a PJ Tour win as well, one year in the past. So big you... bomber, you can't. Well, seven thousand four hundred twenty-four yards. The Emirates got Emirates Golf Club, so yeah, it's not, uh, it's no mean feat. No, it's a popular, it's a popular event for the tour, isn't it? Definitely, and like. I don't know if Morikawa was listening to us when we were slagging him off for not setting foot in Europe, or, or like, and they've changed it to the world now. But he's popping back over, isn't he? Another little trip across the pond there to um to play this event. Yeah, and we'll talk about the farmers' insurance in a moment. But like I said before, like the split between the PJ Tour and the DP World Tour, it's quite even this this week. That's yeah, I know. And it's I think great. that's we're going to be in for a real treat because obviously you get this. Early morning Dubai Desert Classic, and then you got the farmers insurance, and you get yeah. to see the best players in the world compete against each other, but on different tours right throughout the day. Well, that's it. Well, you've got like you say Herbert won last year, Hovland. You've got Rory, Hatton, Tommy, Westwood, Morikawa. It's a, it's star studded, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I actually fancy Tommy to put a bit of a performance on this year. You're back it's, on Tommy, just, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I feel like he he's due, isn't he? No, yeah. I, I, you know, you can't can never count him off. He's a pure ball striker, isn't he? He's just got to get the putter rolling. I know. If you can get the putter working, like, I know we always say it, swing for show, put for dough, but Swafford well, was a prime we... example this week. You know, he got the putter rolling, takes the win. Well, we were thinking it was Tommy's putting on me, and then we went through his stats, and he was all over the place in every category, wasn't he? So, we, like, he needs to get everything I think rolling. last year, though, that was it. That's probably a one-off year for him. He didn't play well, did he? No. Really. Um, and that, obviously, that's why he finished where he finished for the, on the on the, on the PJ Tour money list. But I think normally when he's playing well and he's doing well on tour, the thing that stops him getting over the line is, is the putting. Is the putting yeah. yeah, no, that's no. primarily his weak point. But you know, there's he's, he's got a great putting coach there in Phil Kenyon, and he so of course, surely yeah. the they'll have done the work and, and put the hours in, and we hopefully see the Tommy that we know is there. And hopefully, we'll, um, yeah. Be great if he can win. It'd be a great start to the season, like I mentioned before. A million percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, another boss little thing: rising Texan star Sam Bennett. He got automatic qualification to the this week because he won the PGA Tour Velocity Global Rankings, which is the university's 
rankings and it identifies the best college golfers based on winning competitiveness and season long performance. Oh, that's the top. Yeah. So like, they were like, yeah. like that thing with the, whatever in partnership with the world amateur golf ranking. So yeah. he was top in, in all the whatever categories. He didn't win the actual scholarship thing where you get the, um, corn ferry, the corn ferry thing. Nobody won this, which gives him a, DP and is he saying pro now? Is he still in college? I'm not too sure. He's a, he's, a, he's a university player still, I think. Okay, so he's an amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, he was it when, whenever this was written. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting story to come from uh, last week as well in, in Abu Dhabi. Our good friend Duncan McCarthy oh, had, to, had to jump on Eric Van Ruyen's bag. I sure he hated that. <laughs> you know I, mean? I know, yeah. Yeah, Van Ruyen's caddy. Um, well, it's probably the first time he's met him, isn't it? Or, is he, or is he, has he been out to meet him since? He did mention in the podcast that he he, um, he hadn't seen him face-to-face. He'd done a lot of video calls with Madney, but maybe that was maybe this little swing is the first time he's met him face-to-face. And he Great, then, isn't it? Straight on the bag, yeah. But Evans will finish in 12th uh, and picked Boss. up €102,000. So a nice little payday for Dunstan. To get him to buy the beers next time we yeah. see him. When, when we, first time we see him, when we meet him face to yeah. face, yeah. <laughs> no way, it's boss. Yeah. So we're, what we were saying there, we're going to do like a little. Obviously, we do our picks in the PGA Tour. We we'll do uh, who do we fancy for the for the other tournament that's going to be played, just to because if we keep nailing them, we're going to be experts, and aren't we? Yeah, you're not going to like this, but I'm going for Hatton. Cyril Hatton this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I think what well, he's finished five under last week was it five or six under. And he makes a nine. On... Don't look at his score. <laughs> nah, he finished sixth, didn't he? He finished sixth, yeah. So I just, again, it, it's always easy to say and call these ones, but it was either going to be Hatton or Hovland. I just like the H's today for some reason. I know, yeah. So um, I'm going to go for Hatton. Yeah, well, I've gone for Tommy, me. Let's see what happens. Of course. The final event to discuss on our first podcast back. Yeah. It'll be the Farmers Insurance. Yeah, it totally It a lot of controversy last year, this, didn't it? Run me back. Oh, Patrick Reed. Patrick Another Reed. nugget that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, he, um, you know, messing around with his fingers with his balls yeah, in, the, um, yeah. in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> Getting rough with his balls with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, Rory done the same thing, didn't he? Or something? Rory did the same thing, yeah, but obviously everyone believed Rory and nobody believed Reed. Well, Reed went on to win, was it by five? Five he won by, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one was, even yeah. come close to him. I think it was um, Carlos Ortiz was up there with him and he ended up shooting, he was two over through the first four and shooting six over or something. Yeah. It's a shame, really, isn't it? Because, like, he is so good. What is, how many times has he won on the PJ? Nine times he's won. Nine, yeah. I knew it was close to ten. Um it's a shame the way his like his attitude and his persona is at times because he is a top top quality player, isn't he? He's just horrible, isn't he? He's another one that I'm disappointed I'm not seeing on the Netflix. You know, I think it'd be good to oh yeah to see to see behind the scenes with with Patrick Reed. I'm gonna be honest. Being nah, you know nah, I don't like that. No, I don't know. No, I mean I'm not I probably end up the... starting to like him. <laughs> Feeling sorry for him and all that. So you've got more in common than you think. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I always remember this tournament last year because I've spoke about it a couple of times in the podcast. It was, um, I think it was the real turning point for Jordan Speed. this one. Oh, with the Mickelson thing? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he was, he needed to par in. Um, I think or he could go one over for the last two holes and he'd have made the cut and Mickelson needed to go birdie, birdie. Speed went bogey, bogey. Mickelson went birdie, birdie. They're playing together. One makes the cut and one goes home. Um, and it was at the time where Spieth was really struggling. And I don't know what it was about that week 
Um, but then the following weeks in the the AT and T, yeah, the pro am, and then over at the Phoenix Waste Management, he was challenging every week, wasn't he? And nearly winning. No, he had that run where he was like leading tournaments week after week, after yeah, fifty four holes, and and then he just couldn't convert it. Then he converted, didn't he, in uh, in Houston? Yeah, in Texas. Yeah, Quality. yeah. Got the was it the Texas Open? He won, wasn't yeah. it? The week before the Masters. Valero. Yeah, the Valero. Yeah, just the week before the Masters. Yeah, Posh. So, I always seen this as like a turning point, but. Be interesting to see if the same as I say that this is a good tournament to kickstart your your season because it is like last week it's played over two courses. Yeah, isn't it? You got the north and the south of Tory Pines, like you mentioned. The quite a um, quite a substantial difference between them, really, because it's the seven thousand seven hundred and sixty-five yards is the south, and seven hundred and twenty seven thousand two hundred and fifty-eight yards is the the north. Yeah, both par seventy-two, so it's a good five hundred yards, isn't it? You need to make up your, your numbers on the north. You get one shot of the north, don't you? You play yeah. the north and the south each, and then it's two rounds. And then rounds two rounds on the south. On the south. So, yeah, I think that one round that you play on the north, if you don't shoot a low number on that course, you're going to struggle, really, to, to yeah. challenge because then, you know, the field can get away from you. But um, it's always a good good tournament, this one. I, I enjoy this one. Another one of our podcast friends and guests who unfortunately missed out on this tournament last year because of COVID. He's Farmers Insurance Ambassador, isn't he? Uh, uh, Mr. Cameo Johnson. Cameo Johnson. Yeah, he's back in the legend. field. Yeah, another legend. Yeah. So, back-to-back podcast guest winners. I'll tell you what. Are we backing him? million percent. We should do him and Hull in a double. Yeah. Hudson's playing this week as well. The what about Hudson doing a back-to-back? Let's back them both. Back everything. <laughs> back it all. Let's back all three of them to miss the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, Ram Ram goes in favourite, doesn't he? You know, well, he, he loves Tory Pines, doesn't he? Won the US Open there, didn't and he? And he's won this amateur there. He won. He just remember he's won loads of times. Every time he comes to Tory Pines, he feels at home. He said, "Yeah, it is." It's so a, it's his it's his backyard basically. Yeah, you mentioned there he got engaged there or something, didn't he? Or married there? Yeah, he did. Remember, yeah, had a kid there, I think, or something. Yeah, <laughs> once his ashes spread there. <laughs> <laughs> loves the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so much history there, as you said, about the artist difference. So the Farmers Insurance Championship, it's been hosted there since 1968. So there's a lot of history 1968? There. It was a racetrack up until 1956. And before that, it was used for a base for anti-aircraft artillery replenishments just before Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Coming with the facts, aren't Get you? on that <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> So what's wrong with it? The, it started in nineteen sixty-eight. I don't know. I just wanted to get that in there. Oh. <laughs> you said that isn't like that's not possible. Well, no, because in nineteen fifty-six it became a golf course. It's a bit mad, isn't it, to be having events ten years later? No, no. Why is that mad? When did the SNA start? Like, <laughs> oh, we had the nineteen thirty-three Ryder Cup. Oh, I know. I don't hear, hear about it. Like, but what? Um, when did it start as a club? When did we have our centenary? Should really know this. I think nineteen oh five. We had our centenary 100 years with a five on the end, so... Right. Fact check that. <laughs> Sorry, guys of the club. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, the course itself, it was reconstructed in 1999. They added 10 new tees um, and four new greens, and that moved it from 7,000 yards, which was its original, up to 7,600. And now you've just mentioned there that... Um, it's up to seven seven now. So seven seven six five. Yeah. So you know they they've added a lot of yardage to that over over the years. No, um, Hatton's got, would think of that if he was there. Well, no, Tyrrell Tyrrell Hatton would be thinking of that. I know. Yeah. Well, good it's cry. interesting. That the reason that I mentioned the the time frame and that obviously when Tiger came on the scene, he was just 
miles past everyone distance-wise. Oh, yeah. And he absolutely loves that place. He's won there seven times from 1999 to 2013. So when that then new change were made, Tiger arrives on the scene, and that just seemed to be like like Ram now. You're saying it's his home. But they've done that change a year too early. Because the Tiger proofed all the courses just after 2000, didn't he? They started yeah. putting more length, tighter fairways, and all that. Yeah. So he's probably just turned up and it's quite 99, and it's like the only thing they can do is grow the rough in it, really, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they've already made the change. They've already the put the, the yardage on, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned there, Stackfield, you know, John oh. Ram goes in his favourite. Can Swaffer go back to back? But you know who I'm really surprised to see in the field this week? Jason Day. Oh, is he playing? Is he's he? He's back to back now. So remember, he mentioned back yeah. to back with a sore back. Yeah, with a sore back. Yeah, because he mentioned didn't he that he's only going to play a handful of tournaments. So I'm quite yeah, surprised. Yeah, he's got Vegas to go or something as well. If he can like get falls over. Dizzy. Yeah, dizzy, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm quite surprised to see him in the field, considering what he said. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting. He's talking four much. times a year, wasn't he? But he challenged last week as well. He was Mad. up there for a bit and you no know, playing playing well and. Be interesting, maybe he just you know, he, he's fancying it. But other players, powerhouses of the field, you've got JT, DJ, Bryson, Matsuyama, Matsuyama, Kepka, Kepka. yeah. I mean, the list goes all on, the usual so. suspects are there, as you just said a few times. It's the boss that you've got them over there and them there, isn't it? Yeah, like in well, the I wonder if when up, the Rolex thing that isn't, isn't there the week after, like it's are they gonna still be there? Well, obviously not, no. Um, just take advantage. But next week is next week's where you've got the controversy with the Saudi it goes over to Asia, then ah, so you'll yeah. have half of them at the Saudi International, which is now the beginning of the Asian tour, and then that's when it's really going to heat up because a lot of them are going over there. There's and loads, you've isn't got it? The, yeah, there's loads going over, I and mean, then you've got the AT&T Pro-Am on the PJ Tour as well, so there's going to be a lot of players. To be proper split between, like, so that's three, be split, three of the but... things, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting that they're going to split the time between the DP, the Saudi, and the, the Pro-Am in the PJ Tour, because if wherever the money is bigger, they're going to go, aren't they? Yeah, whatever, like whatever the, the attraction is, yeah. It's a new event on the DP, the Raz Al-Kayama Championship. It's in the it's, UAE, isn't it? It's yeah. the inaugural. No, we don't in, in the inaugural, the inaugural. <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see what they do, really, isn't it? What's what's interesting about that is it's important as well to give the lads who've come up from the Challenge Tour and the lads who who've played DP World Tour or European Tour, whatever, uh, over the years, still give them the, the opportunity to to keep the cards and play. If yeah. you if you overwhelm every tournament with with the top players, then you're potentially losing. Losing a couple of guys that could potentially make a difference and and grow in on the tour. Yeah, using, using you and Ferguson as, as an example, or not even just him. You've got that um, Marcus Hill and killed. Yeah, the, um, the the kid from Denmark is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you know he, he obviously won the challenge tour last year, but he needs his opportunities to prove himself on the DP World Tour as well. So well, that's it. But the, I think this was a challenge tour stop. This with this golf club. They used to go in the challenge tour from 2016 to 18. Ah, okay. With, with the playing. So maybe, as you say, a perfect opportunity for someone that was on challenge in 2000. They're familiar with it. Yeah, they might have a, a good chance to get a yeah. DP World Tour win there. There you go. Do you know what I mean? To pick to stack the field out. And that's Especially that's... with all the big boys. Like, as you say, when people win the Barbasol or the Barracuda or whatever, like the, the big boys are away, aren't they? Yeah. Elsewhere or that tournament that they have the week of the majors. Like it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, still getting a win on the PJ tour or the you get the same exemptions, don't yeah, exactly. All the same mean? perks for yeah, winning, they might get the, they might get the same life changing, isn't it? It is, yeah, you know it's, what I mean? it's, it's up, and that's where the opportunities the balance needs to, to strike. So, I think Rolex events and 
PJ tour PJ tour events are always stacked, guaranteed every day. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Unless the the come at the same time as a WGC or a major, there's not a problem with the PJ. They just need, like we say, there needs to be that support of a few of the. Not even so much the American guys coming over, just the European guys. Oh, the bigger ones staying, staying, yeah. and then playing, and then it gives them, them, them guys from the Challenge Tour and the ones who are new to the tour, like your Hoy guards, challenge themselves against the better players. Oh, definitely, million yeah. percent. But it's it's looking good. Golf's in a really good place at the oh, moment. Yeah, it's been in a good place for a while, hasn't it? It has. And what else is in a good place is our order of merit return. Oof, we're back, baby. Oh yeah. We're back, baby. Have you got your? Hey, I'd have had a pot. We'd have both had a pot four winner there last week. I don't <laughs> oh, think yeah. anyone else a pot outside pot one won last year. No, it was um, the favourites win uh, all the time. All yeah. the time, yeah. It was quite a dominant performance on the PJ tour last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, um, right. I'm going for John Ram. What we pot one? Sure. Wheel number one loves it there. <laughs> well, you get the same amount of points as picking him as to picking Richie Rensky or something. I know. Yeah. No, you're right. I've um, I've gone. Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama, yeah. I just mentioned earlier, and obviously, you know, it, three times he's won within the space of 12 months. You, you mentioned how clutch he was at the um, Sony Open. Sony Open, and obviously went, went over to Japan and won in, in the Zozo. I think that's two wins quite close to each other. He's going to be up there. He's playing really, oh, really well. So, yeah, I just a fancy Hideki this week. Right. My pot two, I've gone for... Big Hud, I've seen Big Hudson floating around part two there. Yeah, he must have, course, uh, yeah, got a back Hudson. He, he's me man, yeah. Same for him, same, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, just distance, isn't it? He's got distance in abundance, so it's a long course. This is putters on fire. He's already mentioned that he's playing well. Why not go out and go back to back? Million, why not? Like, why not go it? out and win back to back? Part three, Paul Barjon. Played very well last he week. Played that, and he was a monster. Yeah. He hit it miles. Mm. So I think he learns a lot. Yeah. And he's gonna didn't really know who he is. I've not seen much of him. But no, no, I've he... just seen a swing and he levers it. He did, yeah. Obviously, I think the nerves got to him a bit. A little touch, but final round last last week, but I can still go for a for a cut, any pot three, yeah. My pot three is Danny Lee. Danny Lee. Danny Lee, yeah. Um <laughs> why is that? What? Why is that? You know, I just think yeah, you know, over the last couple of months. He's he's turned he's turned up this new player. He's he's he said he's been working on his swing speed. He's bulked up a lot. You know what I mean? Big arms, big shoulders, big back. He's hitting in a mile now. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting in a mile now, and I just think this course will be a good fit for him. So no, really, um, yeah. whether he'll win, I don't know. But for pot three, no, I think the, the course go, yeah. suits his, it suits his um, game. Million percent. And then I had to go with me heart again. I've gone for Camu Johnson. Of course, yeah, yeah you have as well. You'd have to have this is what takes us back and back in the order of merits, all this loyalty. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? We end up fighting each other. <laughs> you wouldn't see Danny boys. Jones picking these Hudson Swaffords. Yeah, the... he goes more stacks, doesn't he? Yeah. Probably why he won it. But yeah, they're my picks. Um, like we've said, if people want to get involved. Get you know, involved, man. Is, roll up, roll up. This is it. You know, we've had a bit of a... Um, once the once the FedEx finished, it was sort of a... Done a bit of Ryder Cup and then we eased off it, didn't we, for the year? Yeah. But now we're back in business. The order of merits back. You know, we're going to have our picks every week. We're going to be doing a lot more interaction. You've still got all of your um, discount codes that you're oh, welcome yeah. to use. Um, we're going to be getting an uplift in some discount codes as well. And then we're going to be giving them exclusive to our Patreon supporters. Um, with Patreon this year as well, there's going to be a lot of our YouTube stuff going on there. So if you want to get over to our Patreon, uh, accounts if you go to the link in our bio 
you can support the podcast for four pounds a month. But we're going to be adding. We're going to add a few golfer packages where you yeah. can get um, golf lessons and uh, discount codes and fitness. We're going to put explain it all and. As you say, if you, if you want to go and have a look at that, you can. Uh, you're more than welcome, aren't you? Yeah, well, it's been great to be back in business. Oh, mate. it's great. You know, a bit rusty, but uh, we're out there, aren't we? Well, yeah. That's it. We've had fun. We, had have, a good we always do. We always do. Yeah. Enjoy the golf, mate. I will do. And I'll I will see do. you next time. Ciao.